0: 18 plus. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ,
1: Boston's News Radio.
2: All right, we're talking about the Chinese weather balloon. <laughs> Air quotes, weather balloon. As I said, my friend Jack Lou from California just sent me a great close-up of the the working mechanisms of this balloon. Jack, if you're listening out there and you could describe what you sent me a little more clearly uh, I'd appreciate it a whole lot uh, if you want to give us a call. In the meantime, we'll open, keep the phone lines open, 617-254-1030, um, Ron is one of my more challenging callers sometimes, but let's go next to Kevin is in Cambridge. Kevin, next on Nightside, appreciate your patience holding through the news. Yeah, go good right evening.
3: In. Thank you for uh, accepting my phone call tonight. You're welcome. Um, Long time listener, uh, called in a few times, but I definitely had a call in tonight. In terms of the weather balloon, the minute that balloon hit our airspace, it should have been taken down, period. Uh, I'm not one to be to believe that the Chinese are concerned about what our temperature and what our weather is going to be tomorrow. <laughs> Secondly, right on that. if yeah. we had put one of our air balloons, caviar pigeons, or a drone over in China, what would it have been if the shoe was on the other foot? Do you think they would have let it cross the country and just, you know willy-nilly, just fly around? I don't think so. I uh, agree I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. And, uh, again, it should have been taken up. The minute that thing hit our airspace, they should have shot it down. We need to let people know that this is not a country to be played with. You want to play games? Okay, that's it. You want to send it. A balloon? It's getting taken up. You want to send an airplane? It's getting taken up. We need to start dropping the hammer on these countries and let these people know, We are not playing games, because if we had sent the balloon over in China, I'm sure they would have not have let that just cruise across the country untouched.
2: I agree with you totally. Um, We obviously did shoot it down a little later than than I would have liked, but what do you think the Chinese are doing here? I mean, do you think they're testing us?
3: Of course. They're testing us. Everybody in the world is testing us. Enough with the testing. Enough. Everybody's trying to see how far they can go before we do something. And, again, the balloons that are flying around here, we took the balloon over to America. Nobody's got nothing to say about it. There was no repercussion. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. We need to drop the hammer and let people know, hey, we are the USA. We are not to be played with. This isn't a game of dominoes, and we're not kids, okay? Enough with the games. It's time to get serious, no matter who it is, even if it's China. Russia, or anybody else for that matter? Okay, we're not a country to be played with. Enough is enough. All right, thanks, thanks, Kevin.
2: Appreciate your call. Keep call more often, we I loved your call. Thank you.
3: Thank. You. Okay, let's go next to
2: Tina in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Tina, what's your thought on this?
4: Okay, then. Um, early Friday afternoon, I tried to get on local Rhode Island radio and the, the airways were just hopping i could not get in okay uh, um, so today um glad i'm on your program and i'm going to try to put forth my my idea yep go right and, ahead okay m- my strong idea my strong feeling is still that it, it what we did we waited too long we we shot, we we should have um <clears throat> gotten rid of that balloon a lot sooner. And to me it's just a it's it's a form of imbalance. That's how I see it, Dan. An imbalance in our military and our foreign policy. And the way I see it, that's why I wanted to share this, it was it was weakness. We, we waited too long. We could have got it down sooner and appropriately. And and I think the reason why the military and the people who run the the foreign policy we can go in and this is my analogy, Dan. This is what we we went into Iraq in 2013 for shock. Um, they, they called it shock and awe, and we went in there. As, yeah, I think I think it was a little earlier.
2: I think it was 2002 or 2003.
4: I'm not sure of the year then. But yeah, it was I know. right. It was fairly
2: close to uh, to to nine eleven, which was two thousand
4: one. And they called it Shock and Awe, and there were a lot of Iraqi civilians that were killed because we didn't like Saddam Hussein. I think it was closer to uh, two thirteen. That's what because it was about ten years ago. is my recollection, and we went in there uh, as a bu- as a as a as a bully. And that's my analogy. Uh. This balloon, we should have shot down, and and, and it shows how weak we are. But yet, when it comes to civilians in Iraq, because we didn't like their former government, we didn't like Saddam Hussein, so we go in there and kill all those innocent people. And that's why I think there's an imbalance in, in the military and who runs that foreign policy. We have to know what... What's the difference between okay. uh, being the bully and what they what they should have done sooner in um, bringing down that balloon?
2: All right, that's,
4: that's All just right. my thought.
2: Tina, let me ask you: Have you ever won a Nightside t-shirt or no?
4: No, I have not.
2: Well, you have now. Uh, we're we're <gasps> doing a red Nightside t-shirt for in because, as you know, February is American Heart Month, and so yes. I, want you to hold on to the line, and Rob will take your name and your address and a phone number and what size T-shirt you'd like us to send out to you, okay?
4: Oh, thank you. That's wonderful.
2: It may take a couple of weeks because they're being printed now. It's going to be a very limited run. These are going to be special red nightside T-shirts, and you're the winner tonight, Okay. Okay, thanks. You're very welcome, Tina. Thank you much. Rob, hold on. Get Tina's information. We'll take a quick break and come right back. Uh, The only lines that are open right now are 617-931-1030. Let's hear from you. Coming back on Nightside.
1: You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's news radio.
2: Back to the phones we go. Let's go real quickly up to New Hampshire. Jason is in New Hampshire. Jason, next on Nightside. Go right ahead.
5: Yes, thank you, Dan. Uh, I actually just wanted to address uh, something a a caller uh, stated a a few calls back. Um, He was, uh, if you recall, he he was making some pretty good comments and stuff, but then all of a sudden uh, he he, he says, you know, we've got to get on the same page with China. We're friends. You know, Uh, we're so dependent on them. Um, You know, this, this mentality, like this addiction mentality, uh, that, you know, you know, somehow or another, like, you know, we won't survive without them. Um, you know, we can just allow them to do whatever they want, including, uh, you know, cover up a, a virus outbreak and, you know, maybe even, um, you know, deliver it to us direct from a lab, um, you know, even, even that after that. Um, somehow or another, we're just, you know, we're never going to survive without them, and we need them, and we got to patch us up. I think it's just crazy beyond, like... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.
5: Rational. I mean, I, I can't believe like this mentality that it still exists amongst the general public in this country. It's just, yeah, I, and we're just so dumbed down and just so weak-minded. I just, um, I'm just really struggling with that tonight.
2: Well, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you called. Um, and uh, I, I, I forget exactly which caller it was who made that. I mean, I'd, I'd rather be friends with. I think the caller was trying to make the point that we would rather be friends than enemies um because obviously there's they're a huge economic power and they're also a huge military power and this is pretty unsettling to think that they're flying you know spy balloons it's one thing to have satellites and in a moment we're going to be talking to my friend jack lou out in california and he knows a lot more about this stuff than i do so um i uh, i will be interested to see what he has to say about why they would take this this risk um, it's, um, it it's – I don't understand what the plus is for them, but if anybody would understand it, it's going to be my next caller, okay? So let's see what he has to say.
5: Well, no, I, I, I appreciate that. But, I mean, this idea that they're our friends, like, do you – you know, do you or anyone else – I mean, are we that naive to really think that they see us as their friends? I mean, um, I mean, these, these people – you know, who run this government. Are, are, are savages in my mind. I mean, they they want world domination. It, you know, this, this this is communism. I mean, how long does it take for us to wake up? That well,
2: sure. I mean, you look know, what they're, not- they're do- Look what they've done to the Uyghurs. Look at the threat they're making to Taiwan. This is. Uh, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But you know, we we coexisted with um, the Soviet Union for a long time. The Soviet Union, thank. God collapsed internally, uh, but it didn't last long. It's now in the hands of Vladimir Putin. I I think unfortunately there are always going to be powerful countries around the world um, who are going to be our rivals. I mean, we we dealt obviously in the twentieth century with Hitler's Germany and and you know Imperial Japan and Mussolini's Italy, and I, I don't know that. Yeah. that you know, I mean, I think we're always going to have enemies, and we need to perceive and understand their enemies—that they're enemies,
5: right? And um, you know, I, I just think that um, you know, you know, there's a, at least a decent possibility that you know they might have attacked us under the radar with this virus, and um, you know, they are definitely not out uh, for our well-being, and um, I, I just think. We the general public need to wake up. I mean, how about the farmers? Who I mean, the farmers who are selling this land. I mean, on an individual level. I mean, can you explain to me how that works? Like you're selling land, and all of a sudden, some like Chinese national or Chinese company? Yeah, yeah. Buy your yeah, land. I mean, if,
2: if but again, you if, you're, like, if but here's the thing: if you're a farmer uh, in um, uh, in North Dakota and you're looking to retire and get out of the business and someone comes along with a good deal, you know, they're not going to necessarily, you know, look at that situation uh, and say, oh, I'm not going to accept all that money from them. I I think, you know, sad to say, but, you know, money money talks, Um, simple as that. I, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I can't speak for. There were three individual farmers, each of whom had about 120 acres of land. Uh, and the Chinese bought these three individual par- properties and turned them into one 365 acre farm, and but wanted it didn't want to farm. They wanted to build a building on it, and it was not necessarily contiguous, but very close to a U.S. air base out there. Jason, I got to run. I, I thank you for your call. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate and I agree with most of your, your points, my friend Jack Lou. Jack, hey, thanks for calling hey, in. I was, it was an amazing photograph that you sent, a high-resolution photograph of, of yeah, a lot uh, of the uh, the the structure detail. of this balloon. It it looks a lot more impressive than it did just you know from from the uh, the sixty thousand foot uh, perspective. Well, what do you think they're so doing, too, Jack? What, I, what, do you the, um, think, what do you think the, I, the game? W- what do you think their game is
6: here? I think uh obviously they didn't include this thing together um and send it up uh just last week uh on a whim just like it was a you know they're they're part of a Mad Max movie or something like that. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that there is a multiplicity of of these um these uh platforms if if you want to call them and they can put whatever payloads they want on it, um, and put it up in the sky and see how it goes. Now, regarding um, regarding uh, why didn't the Pentagon shoot it down when it was first going over Alaska? Well, I think the simple answer is uh, no one noticed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, then, just as yeah, I done? mean this week, I mean you, you, if you recall, I mean two uh, two planes almost collided, right?
2: yeah how can that be no. though in the sense that I'm assuming that we must have satellite telemetry monitoring china um and and this had to be something looking a little different getting off the ground right well I'm not too sure
6: uh, you can't be looking everywhere at once right yep i mean okay. there's i mean there're only so uh there there are only so many analysts in the world and all that and uh, i mean there there are different priorities for having having satellites or whatever other resources uh uh report on it um, such that this is something like this is easily missed because when I first uh heard about this uh I think it was uh, either Wednesday or Thursday, I thought it kind of bizarre uh why why would anyone want to put up a surveillance uh balloon and fly it over to fly it over to the United States that I found that to be extremely um strange
2: well I, you mentioned in your note to me fell. in your it, you mentioned in your email to me something i had not thought about and and that is this balloon is is flying at um 60,000 feet which is about 12 right, which miles. is 20 kilometers yeah so yeah, about miles. 20 kilometers okay but, and, but and, you know, and and then you 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 MIT guys are always into the metric system. I'm I'm into something twelve miles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
6: well, well. well the, the the point is, you know, the space station right flies over at about two hundred kilometers, and uh, I I think the edge of the atmosphere is a little bit above above a hundred kilometers. So there's sort of an unspoken uh, unspoken. Uh, um, territory i guess not. Uh, uh you know uh yeah not 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 by treaty but just an un, unspoken rule that Com- anything kind of above a common law. kilometers uh nobody bothers with it
2: yeah and it's it's you know it comes down to like when they talk about buildings and air rights over buildings and uh, right and, and all right. Of that and sort of like common yeah. usage common law i guess that
6: right so so this would probably be like a united nations issue or something like that yeah you know to decide uh you know what? Uh, just, just who? Uh, the column of air that goes up. I mean, to what degree uh, is it uh, still sovereign, sovereign uh, territory?
2: Well, I think at 12 miles is no, at, 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 if it tops out at 12 miles, that's our territory. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah.
6: Well, I, I think this is more like. Uh, yeah, that's right. It, it is about 12 miles. So, so it's not that far. But if you look at that platform itself. It's kind of interesting that that uh, you know there are those features that uh, I think you've already uh, you, you've already mentioned you know because you, you basically read uh, read my statement. But the thing is, I don't see any propellers on that thing per se, and and I don't see any uh, rudders or fins, whatever, um, because you know up at that up at the uh, stratosphere level, up that high. You would think if you want to use propellers to move anything, the air is so thin, uh, you definitely would see it. I mean, otherwise it'd be like this yeah, you know, a sunfish, a sunfish. You know, this big yeah. giant fish, and they got these dinky little fins, right?
2: Yeah. Well, the yeah. Other, the other and thing so, too is that up there you got these prevailing winds. I mean, it, it didn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, me that I, I it think another reason that it,
6: that it came down was, uh, I mean, last uh, this week over in the uh, uh, mid and. Midwest and East Coast, I mean, you've got the polar vortex coming down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that pushed that balloon all the way down. So it looked like it was maneuvering,
2: but, but I think the wind was just carrying it. So, again, my question is, why would China do this? What's, what's the, Well, what's I the mentioned gain something that, about
6: 24-7 surveillance. So think about it. You've got a platform that's relatively stationary. It's hanging around, and um, let's suppose that it has optical sensors, you know, cameras, right, yeah. or video yeah. that, can, uh, that, can, uh, that can look around, and it also has uh, specialized receivers that can detect and uh, triangulate signals where they come from. And if you have all of that on one platform, and you're looking at a feature and you uh, pick up signaling from the, of that feature, uh, you know what it is. And, uh, and now how do you get that back? Well, you get that back via, via uh, relay satellites. Yeah. So you can have a relatively cheap platform, you know, no need for recording and you just have this thing shoot up and down. It goes directly to, you know whatever entities are, yeah, whatever are looking at, the, you at have. the at the at uh, the at the data data that's being collected.
2: At right? this, at, so, let me ask you this: Could that um, that device, that mechanism, whatever you want to call it, could that be more effective? Some argue today that satellite telemetry uh, could capture everything that this weather balloon could. Or, or what would be the capacity of the? Well,
6: balloon? the problem with a satellite is that it's whipping around uh in low orbit it whips around the earth uh, about every 90 minutes 90 to 100 minutes and so the time it each uh satellite uh can look at a particular area is relatively short only a few minutes true sure. but well, if you have a, you, if you have these these balloons or blimps hanging around yeah. they can be uh looking all the time basically
2: right do you believe the Biden administration when they say that this is the fifth incursion and that the Trump administration or the the Defense Department didn't know of the prior ones? How can they reconstruct what might have happened two, three, four years?
6: That ago? Uh, that I don't know. I mean, they. I bet you they they probably poured over uh, poured over uh, recorded um, recorded radar data from way back when. and said, oh. That's the balloon, but nobody ever declared it because you know balloons typically are not threats.
2: Yeah, but a balloon at sixty thousand feet—that's an anomaly. Uh, that uh,
6: yeah, that uh, that that uh, in that in that in those cases, I think people just saw it and they just dismissed
2: it.
7: Okay.
2: Hey, Jack. I'm up on my break, as always. Thank okay. you for the picture. I wish I could show the picture. Maybe we'll put it up on our website tomorrow. Um, but thank you very, very yeah, much. Yeah. The only problem with that picture is I got that picture, and I
6: can I could not find what the original source of that of that picture
2: was. Okay. So you're concerned about its authenticity?
6: I, I'm I, I'm concerned about uh, copyright issues.
2: Okay, gotcha. Well, in that case, we'll worry about that yeah. as well, okay? Because my company does worry big time about copyright issues. Yeah, right, <laughs>
6: right. So, so I, I mean, I don't want to put you on the hook on that. No, that's but,
2: fine. That's, okay. Is, that's I, okay. I think that's a
6: real picture. I don't think it's been doctored up.
2: So. No, I don't I don't think so either. Um, but um, it's it's certainly a much clearer picture. Jack Lou, great right. to hear your voice. Okay. Um, uh, I know we've read some... Recent uh, emails about losing a classmate and uh, yes. just emphasizes yeah. we need to spend more time and get together more often, okay? Yes, right. Thank you, my friend. Okay, Dan. Thank you. Nice man. talking to you. Great to talk with Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Jack Lou, Boston Latin School and MIT. Four degrees from MIT. One of the smartest people I know. We'll be back on Nightside. It's 1130. I got Jeff and Scott and Joe and Lil and Manny. I got room for one more. Jump in at 617 254 what do you think about the mystery of the Chinese weather balloon? Or I use that in air quotes.
1: You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio.
2: Back to the phones we go. Let's go to uh, Joe and Lynn. Hey, Joe, next on Nightside. Go right ahead, Joe. Oh, hey,
9: Dan. Thanks for taking my call. I, I'll tell you where I think this balloon is. And I don't know whether you agree or not, but with a different opinion, I think it's a spy balloon. I really do.
2: Oh, me too. Me too. I, I, I do. Know why why would you put using that in ear quotes? There's no question. The question is, yeah. what was it? What was it looking for, and what did it get? Uh,
9: I think it was looking over a military base, as they said it was near. And I, I heard people. Somebody called up on another show, and he was a military, maybe well, military people called up here. Said they check that thing out first. They have jets and they have radar, and they take pictures and all that. So Jack's picture is pretty good. I think they were trying to find, look for our weak. Defenses, because you know we do have the, uh, Chinese spies in our government. Even Donald Trump, whether you agree or disagree, he said that. And when Biden first came in here, he shut down that spy thing, you know, where they were looking for Chinese spies and getting them out there everywhere in our uh, universities and our government. So I think that's they're trying well, to there look was, for. There a was a
2: Chinese spy who was actually, I think, on the staff of Senator Dianne Feinstein. Was actually her that's driver. terrible. We should. You know, yeah, get those, people. and then we you had the the congressman who was dating a, a woman, um, and I guess fang, fang. with a woman, Fang Fang. Yeah, yeah. They should <laughs> but get those. Yeah, I'm out. sure we have spies and other kind, I mean, that's part of the. I hate to yeah. put it like this, and I'm not I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, Joe, that it's sort of like state statecraft. They they try to have you know human assets. Uh, I'm sure we have human assets on the ground who we try to protect in China and, and Russia. Yeah. Well,
9: what we should have done was shot that balloon down immediately and have a sh- where a sh- have ships get ready to go? And maybe it could land on a ship if they could time it right. You know what I mean? Wait till it's in, close to the water. Uh, uh, before, I guess have, it came that, that, that way. A,
2: that might have been tough, but uh, I certainly think there were some areas. That they could have shot it down, you know, some of the sparsely settled areas of Montana. Um, and the other th- people that said Trump
9: didn't have a balloon, I think that uh, Biden's just because he knows he's going downhill. Uh, uh, the, Trump didn't. Uh, there was no spy balloon. Three or four well, people tonight. let's see
2: what happens. I mean, I want to keep my mind open on this. If 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 yeah. it's a if it's a fantasy, I, what I want to know is. What did we know, and when did we know it? What did we know about this no, yeah. this balloon, and and when did
9: we know? I'll it? I'll bet you we knew about it, but they didn't say anything until the the journalist who I I heard on on uh, TV station they complimented them, they exposed it because they saw it. What was going on? And I'm these two journalists, I forgot their names. Maybe you'll have them on someday. Maybe some military callers will call up. But I think that's what I think they knew about it immediately. They just didn't All right, say Joe, anything.
2: I appreciate your okay. Thanks as always. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. Going next to to Lil, up on the North Shore. Lil, go right ahead. Lil, how are you tonight? I'm here.
4: How are
2: you? Sorry. Hello? Yes, Lil. We're listening. Go right ahead.
4: I was just getting in. Um, I won't uh, talk much, but I would say President Biden should have given the order because, uh, let's say, Elon Musk wanted to fly his airplane. Over Canada, let's say it's private. You will have to call the government there to say, "Hey, I'm being, I'm going to be in your space." And China, it's a communist country. They control their citizen. You know, real estate. Nobody can go to China and buy anything. So why should we let them do that?
2: Well, I agree you know? with you. I mean, uh, you know, someone yeah. someone once said. I think it was Khrushchev said that the um, the
4: <laughs> my only my only thing, go though, ahead. I, was going to I make would a clap, hope that no, you go the right United States... I
2: didn't mean to be talking while you're interrupting. Go ahead. I apologize. Oh, sorry. Yeah.
4: What I would hope that we have gotten some information. Maybe they're already in the water looking for peace. But uh, nobody does that. And we should not allow them to do it. Period.
2: I tend to agree with you. Yes. Thank you very much. All right, sir. That's- have a good one. Thank you. Thank
3: you so much. And bye-bye. bye-bye.
2: I think it was Khrushchev who said at one point that um, they would, uh, that Russia would sell us the rope that um, that Russia would use to hang us. You know, that he was basically criticizing capitalism. Look, bottom line is we're in a competition. As far as I'm concerned, I'd love to know what you think. Uh, what was the purpose? What, who Whose purpose was served here? See what um, Jeff in Waltham says. Jeff, next on Nightside, go right ahead. Hello, Dan. Hi, uh, hi.
1: You know, in view of the whole play out uh, of this uh, incident, it's hard for me to imagine how an intelligent person can't help but smell a rat ear. Um, let's consider one thing. The response by the Chinese government was that this was to be considered a uh, – <clears throat> A, a, a gratuitous attack on a civilian vehicle first of all calling the balloon a civilian vehicle is <laughs> is, is verbal you know, it, it it's a form of verbal chicanery there was no it was unmanned okay and uh and the fact that there were other balloons that were later determined to have flown over uh our country uh, also casts okay, a whole lot of suspicion. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, I'm
2: not—I'm not sure how you prove that something. It would be like trying to say that before Charles Lindbergh flew uh, a, a solo flight across the atlantic ocean there were four other airplanes that flew before him how do, i mean did somebody claim that no 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 one claimed that one of these what they're saying is they're saying oh this wasn't the first time wait a second what do you mean this isn't the first time you know if uh it, 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 how, it, did we know about it back then if we didn't know about it back then how do we create it so we can understand that it happened i mean
1: it okay so you think that that uh storyline think we're might being have been, gaslighted, a, fa- uh, could have been a fabrication
2: i think we're being gaslighted in that i think we're being told something that that we don't necessarily need to believe it's like prove it to me prove it to me that's all yeah you know?
1: yeah but then when the chinese government in its rhetoric talks about it as a aggressive attack on a civilian vehicle uh it indicates to me that they are significantly inclined to uh a bellicose posture toward the United States. Well I think okay. they are doing. This is just a
2: machine. I think what they're doing is they're they're basically okay, so we they got caught. Okay. They got caught, we shot it down and like anything else, they're going to. I can ease. I, I do not want to accuse the Biden administration of lying, but I can accuse the Chinese government of lying because I think the Chinese government lies. And I think when they say it's a civilian, it's not a civilian aircraft. It's a, it's an aircraft, uh, whatever it is, balloon or whatever it is, from you know probably one of their military activities. If anything, I mean it's it's it's. It's government controlled, it's government owned, it's government bought. I mean, it's got nothing to do with civilians. It's, it's not like some kid in China saying, "Hey, let me blow up this balloon and fly it over the United States." It's, it's yeah, I mean and even, if it,
3: even if even if mm-hmm,
1: even if it was a, a a weather balloon, it had no business flying over American airspace. I'm with you um, totally. Totally so you, the whole the whole thing is suspicious <laughs> and uh
2: <laughs> i just want to get the answers i want the answers and i don't want this to fade i want pretty quick answers we should be able to the stuff up i want the, the thing resolved but i don't want an
1: escalation of, of uh, hostilities yeah, uh, I, I, but i, I think do want a a reasonable resolution yeah and,
2: and i think we need more problem. than just the secretary of state saying he's going to cancel a trip to beijing Thank you, we Jeff. We need more Thank than, than that. Gonna let, Thank let you, you Dan. Out. Thank you, my friend. Talk Good, to night. You soon. Good night. All right, let me go to Scott and Quincy. Scott, what's your take on this? Well, Dan,
8: uh, it's a balloon, as we know. And if you think about one of the things that they couldn't get with satellites and, and other data gathering methods, is their ballistic missiles in their attack phase to launch the multiple independent. Uh, vehicles, reentry vehicles, they would need to have really good information on the behavior of the upper atmosphere so that they could plan those trajectories so that those those warheads would hit our silos precisely because nothing short of a precise direct hit could uh, put those missile fields out of action. And without good mapping data of the upper level winds and atmospheres and good modeling, you know, their their targeting would be less accurate. So there there's a, that's a potential uh you know, application of a of a balloon where a satellite would not do what needed to be done. And if it was a civilian research balloon, it would be it would have a transponder and it would be trans, beaconing its location and people would would know. They they would be above board with it. It wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't be sneaking through our airspace. All right. Do you agree?
2: Well, I don't know that that it it uh, and it's it's a pretty obvious it, when you look at it. You could see it with the naked eye. Um, so it wasn't something that, and it was going so slow. It wasn't. I I, I don't know what to make of it. I got to be honest with you. I I think it's an interesting hypothesis that you presented, but. Uh, and and maybe you're absolutely right. I know when you talk about MIRV missiles with multiple um, entry rockets, uh, that you know that's that's pretty interesting because you 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 send up a a, you know, a rocket that has multiple um, missiles that can fire out of the rocket. That's that's I mean we're we're talking about pretty tough stuff there. I. I, I don't know. And they're not I'm, descending I'm worried of, I'm worried about China. I'm worried more about China than I am about Russia. I don't like Russia. They are the evil empire, but they're the evil em- that Ronald Reagan, you know, <laughs> identified. But they're a much weaker evil empire today, has been proven by their inability to, uh, to to remember when the Ukrainian war started. People were thinking this will be over in 48 to 72 hours. Well, it's coming up on a year pretty soon. Yes, indeed. I'm more concerned about China. Yeah, and I
8: mean, you have a broadcast radio license. If you look at some of the devices on those booms, they look like phased array antennas or or fractal antennas to me, uh, you know, for surveillance and listening. But a, a theory as to why we wouldn't have shot it down right away is our intelligence agencies could have known about this balloon known what it was doing and it intentionally manipulated our electronic signal signatures to, uh, to spoof them and let them think they were getting away for, with it and were in fact feeding them bad data yeah. so, or,
2: or they, they wanted to find out exactly what uh, what data was what data they were looking for they would I think there would be more of an interest in there what, what are they up there for? What, what are they yeah. looking for? Maybe. All right, Scott, I'm going to let you run. Up. I'm up against it here. I'm a little bit later than I should be, but thank you much for your call, as always. Appreciate it. Yeah, bye, Dan. Have a great night. Got a couple of open lines here, folks. I, um, I, I need a couple of other viewpoints. 617-254-1030, 888 929 or 617-931-1030. I got Manny and Gloucester coming up on the other side, but I'd like to hear from you. What were the Chinese doing? And why were they doing it, in your opinion? This is all subjective. This is all speculative. But we need to talk about it because I think it's an important story and it's not something that should go off our radar like two days from now when all of a sudden we're thinking about the Super Bowl. Our attention span here in America is increasingly short and I think that is a dangerous development. like to get your take. We've done almost two hours on this. Let's finish strong. A couple of different viewpoints are needed here. What do you think the Chinese were doing? Was it what they say? Just a simple, innocent weather balloon? I don't think anyone believes that, but if you do, let us know. Uh, and I'm more intrigued by the Biden administration saying now, oh yeah, there were three, weather ba- three of these balloons during Trump, but we didn't know about it. Uh, our our defense department, our intelligence community is now only coming to the realization? I don't know. It that to me seems like gaslighting, plain and simple. Maybe you buy it. Coming back on Nightside 617-254-1030, 888 929 30 we need a couple more points of view back on Nightside.
1: Nightside, Nightside. with Dan Ray. On WBZ, Boston's News Radio.
2: All right, got three calls. Going to get them all in, I promise. Let's go to Manny in Gloucester. Manny, what do you think?
10: Hello. Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you fine, Manny. What do you think about this? What are they doing to us?
10: Well, how you doing, Gramps? Me and Cousin Bruce wish we were a twinkle in your eye (laughs) every time you see a little baby.
2: You got it. But Let's it was, talk about um, this. We're running we, out of time. I want to talk about this weather balloon. We landed, we'll talk we, about grandchildren later. Go ahead.
10: <laughs> well, <laughs> we had a balloon on Mars there, and what we could have did was grapple it and bring it down. You see it sometimes done in California. Some of them light planes have parachutes on them, so we could have grappled it and brought it down on its own and stuff. You know, and some, like, I appreciate some of the engineers that are calling in, because I mean, a lot of us were told not to talk about stuff on media channels. But that, eh, you got a lot calling in tonight, a lot of junior and senior engineers. Yeah, yeah. And we could kind have of brought this down a long time ago safely. Um, and then, it, 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 and then, if, if you go with the um, Greenpeace people, there, it is a it's where we do have that, uh, that, like the low nanino and the high Nino. Maybe that was just they were checking the uh, atmosphere for how the atmosphere flows in those La Ninos.
2: Yeah, so I, don't I don't know. I don't know, I, Manny. I think Four, that the uh, the motors were a little more um, mo, uh, malevolent than that. Manny, I got two <sharp inhale> more. I want to get to them before the hour is up. I would have I brought,
10: brought it down before I got to Alaska with a couple of grappling hooks and balloons.
2: Okay, good. That's not a, that. No one else has said that so far. Thanks Manny, I appreciate it. Going to go next to Bill in Pennsylvania. Bill got room for you and Nick in Mashpee. Go ahead, Bill.
7: Yes, hello Dan. Uh, Bill in Pennsylvania here. Uh two quick points. Yep. First point is I I am a drone operator. Right. And I have to fly under certain government restrictions, so I can't go above a certain altitude, and I can't go near airports and this yep, and that. We got this, it. This, this thing totally boggles my mind how they let it cut across the country, and we have air stoppages just because of this thing. The I agree with you on that thing, point. The second thing I wanted to tell you about before this balloon uh, balloon story broke. I started seeing a couple new stories about how we're going to go to war against China in 2025. And actually, there's a politician that came out and said this. And, and at first, when I saw the first story, I sort of chucked it off as, OK, this is uh, maybe clickbait or something. But I started seeing more and more stories about the United States. Going to war with China in 2025, which scares me. So scares scares the me too. Scares came. me too. Hey, then Bill,
2: I, I, I'm going to leave out. that. I, I want to leave that thought with because I want to get Nick and Mashby in here too. Okay, I only got a minute or so left. Okay, sure. Let's let's hope this is not a precursor to war with China. I'm with you on that one. Thank you much. Good night. Good night, Nick and Mashby. Nick, you got the final word of the night. Go right ahead. What do you think this is all about?
1: Dan, thank you so much for taking my call. I just want to say one thing is I think it's a whole test for uh, the Biden administration, how they're going to handle the whole situation. And frankly, between you and me, I think it's a big debacle how they handled it. Secondly, if you recall, a month ago, I think we sent some of our most sophisticated tanks into Ukraine, the Abrams tanks. And I think it's just a big test uh, on the world stage of how the Biden administration is going to handle it. Um, And I think they just have a big, you know, microscope on our, on our country right now and how we're going to handle something. If you know if something would ever go down and they're just sitting there and they're seeing how we're going to take it. And, uh, it ain't you, looking too you good. The, for you were the
2: last, right you were the last call of the night, but you probably are closest to my view of this than any of the other callers
1: to be well, honest. Thank you, you, Dan. Um, we, I used to call in a couple of years ago. Um, me and my father were plowing snow. He passed away a couple of months ago, but we Ooh. love your show. We love what you do and, um, and keep on doing the Dan Ray show. We well, I will
2: it. do that if you keep on if you keep on calling Nick because you you're a great caller and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, you thank you, Dan. The show yep, on a talk big, to you soon. Big positive. Yep. No, thanks. Have a great. Bye. So all right, we're done for the night. Rob Brooks, great job. Marita, is always, great job. I'll End as always. Thanks to the callers and to the listeners. All dogs, all cats, all pets go to heaven. That's from my pal Charlie Reyes who passed. 13 years ago this very month, that's where all your pets are our past. They loved you, and you loved them. I do believe you're going to see them again. We'll see you again tomorrow night on Nightside. And tomorrow night, we'll have the State of the Union, you can react to that as well. we got a big one coming up tomorrow night. See you then, folks